That's fine. I mean, can break through walls, I just can't. That's fine. I get this. Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for everlasting. Honey! Take you there! To boldly go where no man, no one has gone before. And remember, have fun with it! Hello everybody and welcome to Project Shadow episode number 573, Pivots, Pilots, and a Rogue One. I'm trying something new today and if you um, have liked the Facebook page, you already know because I tried the new Facebook Live video thing. So I'm actually recording this live on Facebook and it's later going to come out as a podcast and I feel really strange because I can see myself talking so if I'm a little more self-conscious than usual on today's show that's why because there I am looking back at me wondering what in the world I'm doing here okay so hi everybody it's been a long time since we've done this that we've come together because Project Shadow, as you know, has been in a brilliantly protracted pivot period, and a lot of what's been going on behind the scenes is I've been waiting for contracts to expire and things so that we can fully go out and do the wondrous things that we have always wanted to do, and that's what's happening now. And that's what's starting really next week, but I'm kind of preemptively starting it now. The podcast is going to be coming back. It's going to be coming back daily. I'm going to be trying to do these live things more because I think that that's interesting. I like it, it when we used to do that on TalkShoe. That was a lot of fun back in the day. I've tried this on Periscope. I may kind of alternate between Facebook Live and Periscope for a while until I see where you guys want to be. Um, one of the things that I'm noticing right now is currently, as of this moment in the recording we have no live viewers, I don't think. At least it's not showing me any. Whereas on Periscope by now, we'd probably have around at least 10, 20 coming in. So maybe Periscope might be better than Facebook Live for this use, but we will see. Only time will tell on that. But I'm going to be trying to do this around 4 o'clock-ish. Um, I would like to be a little bit more set in time, but, you know... Life is what life is. And we're going to be going back to the old school things. We're going to be talking about sci-fi. We're going to be talking about the fan fantasy. We're going to be talking about wuxia, music, and everything that's going on in my career. And that's kind of where I want to start things before I get to the real topic of today, the Rogue One trailer. So what's been going on? Um, <laughs> I don't want to get into too much detail because that would be boring, but essentially... Um, we've been in the middle of pivoting the business a couple years ago. We bought a restaurant and that ate up a lot of time, energy, and brain matter as well as just life force from us. And <laughs> we've done our best to kind of come back to life and be able to do this. Um, that's one of the reasons why Brian probably will not be joining me on many, if not any, of the podcasts going forward. But he will be at the conventions when we go. 
That said, trying to reformat the podcast so that it's something that I feel comfortable doing, talking to y'all has been tricksy. That's one of the reasons why I'm wanting to bring back the live chat and things like that so that, you know, I can bring in more of your feedback. I've been really active on a new social network called Anchor, and I'm going to be using that a lot for the podcast in future. So if you are interested in being part of the community over there, just download the Anchor app on whatever device you have. Search for me. I'm Charlie Dorset over there, and you'll find me. And the way that's going to work is I can posit questions in there ahead of time, and you can voice reply to them. And we can actually have a conversation on Anchor, and I can take snippets from those voice conversations to play on the podcast so you guys can be on the podcast with me. That's kind of awesome. And I really, really like the community over there. If you haven't tried it, if you haven't played with it, you really should try it. It has been a lot of fun. It has been really a supportive community, which, you know, if you've been following me on the social networks, you know there's a lot of drama <laughs> that's been going on in my life recently. And it's been a wonderful place to get support, to help others, and to just have really good and interesting conversations about various topics. So follow me over there. That's going to become part of the podcast going forward. Um, I also relaunched um, Fandom Today. Fandom Today is now a medium publication. If you have any thing that you went, want me to cover on this show, you can go over there and submit it very easily. If you actually want to write up a full post about it and give your opinions and everything, I can forward that on and actually post it to the community over there. And we can get the conversation started over there like we used to in the olden days when we had a much more open website before the technology changed on us. Um, so that's exciting. I'm going to be, try to be posting over there a lot more often so that I can, you know, get back into sharing because that's something I haven't really been able to do for a while. And I'm very excited to start doing that. But the biggest change is going to be how everything gets financed because you know, for the last seven, eight years, I have been a writer. I've been writing books and I write those books. Those books get published. People buy those books and that's how I made money. As you know, we've never done advertising on the podcast. We haven't done podcasting on the website in quite some time because it just, it was obnoxious and I didn't like looking at it. And I figured if I didn't like looking at it, you guys didn't like looking at it. So we took that off. And so starting over the weekend, and the page is already up, um, it, if you go to patreon.com slash cedorset, you can find our official Patreon page. We're asking that you guys, you know, show your love, show your support, and become involved over there. I think some of the things that, you know, we're going to find in all, the, in all this is, you know, I'm looking for ways to continue to make the content free. And that's the big thing that's happening over the weekend is over the weekend, um, all of my books, with the exception of one that still has con some contractual obligations that will be up in June, um, but all, all but that one of my books will be available for free on the website. We're going to be giving those away. I'm going to be doing a lot more short stories, novelettes, novellas, as well as novels, and really trying to get the story out there, really just 
I write for the community. I don't like writing for the money and I don't like the idea of having to always think about what's going to sell in the current market. And I know that that's a thing because I get letters from you guys and some of my books that you guys have liked the most, um, have not been the ones that sold the best. And it's not all about the money. So I want to try to find a way to finance all this in a way that I can write those stories that you guys want and not go bankrupt at the same time. So um, if you would have the time, you can, you can help us out by supporting us for as little as a dollar a day. That would be great. That would be wonderful. I'd really appreciate it. But I am just overwhelmed with all the ideas that have come in to, you know, for how the new websites are going to look and how they're going to operate and how the new fiction is going to be coming out. There's going to be a lot of new stuff, a lot of new artwork. Um, and yeah, this is, this is exciting an exciting time for me and for my fiction, hopefully for you guys as well. Um, I'm really self-conscious looking, seeing myself talk while I'm talking. I'll have to get over that if I were to continue doing this. But, you know, I don't know. I think that now is a good time to get all this started. Now is a good time to kind of make this change. And this is how it used to be. You know, back in the day, we had the PayPal links up. You guys contributed via PayPal or... I think it was called the honor system. The, uh, uh, it was an Amazon product. I think they called it, it was the honor something. I think it was the honor system. And you guys really did help support what we were doing. And it became a nightmare when some of those options became untenable. And I love you guys. And hopefully you like the rewards that we set up. If you don't, please tell me, you know, I was just spitballing with some friends trying to figure out what would be some good rewards to offer. And, I'd love to know what you guys think the rewards should be. You know, I hate to make this into a PBS pledge drive, but, you know, really I'm trying to figure out how to build this in a way that is self-sustaining and I can g give the content away to the vast majority of people. Because if you guys know me at a lot of the conventions, I spent a lot of time just, I, I give away paper copies of the book and that cost me money. And it's not that I'd mind doing that. It's just, you know, I, I would rather somebody read my stuff than not read my stuff. And I think that this is going to be a better way to do it. So we'll have to see. In the news today, the big, big news today is the first Rogue One teaser trailer came out. And I have to say, it blew me away. It opens with the beautiful piano version of the uh, Force theme. And that just blows me away. It, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. The introdu introduction of Jin as a character, Jen, not sure she says her name quite quickly. You know, she looks like an interesting kind of roguish character. They seem to be setting up that she may or may not be on the side of the rebels fully though i i think that a lot of that is red herring the reveal of the death star in this was just breathtaking 
watching them putting the final touches on the laser. You know, it just, it, it's beautiful. It felt like what I wanted it to feel like. I am excited in, you know, to find out who some of these characters are, who they're going to be playing. I'm confused by the addition of all the new stormtroopers that we've never seen before, because, you know, this isn't after the stories that we've seen or long, long before the stories that we've seen. So there should be an explanation for this. Why didn't we see these in a new hope? It looks like we're going to get a cameo from the emperor, which is exciting. Um, I'm assuming that was Vader kneeling maybe to the emperor in the trailer. The shot Seeing Donnie Yen, I mean, this has been my big beef with Rogue One, is they cast Donnie Yen, and they keep saying this is going to be a war story, and it's going to be Star Wars, but without the Jedi. And I don't have a problem with that. I really liked the Clone Wars, and there's some really good episodes of Clone Wars that were just the clone troopers. So that was Star Wars without the Jedi. And I think you can tell really interesting stories there. But you cast Donnie Yen. <laughs> you cast Donnie Yen. And so, as a fan of his and a lover of wuxia movies and fiction, I see Donnie Yen and my first thing is, he better be a martial artist in this movie. I hate to typecast him that way. You know, he may want to pl play something else. But I'm sorry, Donnie, you've spent an entire career showing me how you can just kick butt as a martial artist. I want to see you as a martial artist. And we see him as a blind martial artist. We see him with his staff kind of fighting with somebody in here. I'm hoping that he doesn't end up being a Jedi. There's been some theories going around that he's Kane and Jarrus. I don't think so. I think they cast Freddie Prince Jr. for a reason. And that's because he is roughly age appropriate that if they wanted to put him into some of these early films, they wanted Kane and and if you actually look at how they designed Kanan and did the character work for Kanan, he does look like Freddie Prince Jr. And I think that if they wanted to bring him into a live action film, that's what we would get. We would get Freddie Prince Jr. playing Kanan Jarrus. So I don't think that he's going to be that. What I do hope, my new hope, <laughs> is that he, who he's actually going to be playing is a Terrace Kazi. I don't know that they're going to bring them into canon, but I want them in canon so bad. The Tereskasi in the Legends canon were some of my favorite things. Back in the days playing Star, um, Star Wars Galaxies, we actually, once they took Tereskasi out of the game, figured out ways we could kind of tweak the classes that were left behind to bring the Tereskasi back and really RP'd the idea of the Tereskasi and brought them in. They, they are a force-using um, martial artists, and the uh, whole idea of them is, unlike the Jedi who use the force externally, they push, you know, the force push and all, you know, they extend the force from themselves. The Tereskasi turn the force in on themselves. So they use the force to make their body like steel and to enhance their own physical capabilities and i want to see that in a movie and if you cast donnie yen to be in your movie who's one of the best martial arts action heroes 
in the world. You please, please, please make him a Tereskasi. Please make him a Tereskasi. Please let him be the character that I have always wanted to see in any canon Star Wars story. I would love that. I think that would be wonderful for so many who were not part of the Legends, you know, experience. That didn't read the the stories, didn't read the comics, didn't get into the games. You know, th- this new generation, I think, would really geek out on the idea of the Tereskasi and the differences between the Tereskasi and the Jedi. And I would, I, I think that would really bring something fresh into canon. I think that that would be something that would really set this movie apart in having that type of a character because the Tereskasi were very different from the Jedi in their philosophy and I mean, it really would be the old school Wuxia thing where the, ter- the the Jedi are, in a lot of ways, very much the Shaolin. They're the, you know, they are the Stoics. They don't show their fe- feelings. They, you know, they are about control and movement. And the analogy really doesn't work, but, you know, the, oh... It, in classic Wuxia, you have the whole, you know, conflict between the Wudan and the Shaolin. And to be able to bring that in and have it be a conflict that could exist in canon between two groups that are not villains. So this wouldn't be a Jedi-Sith com- conflict where one's a light side and one's dark side. It would be this two groups. And the Tereskasi didn't really believe in the dichotomy between the light side and the dark side and believed in balance and to really show a group dedicated to balance in a way the Jedi said that they were, but really weren't because they favored the light side over the dark. And I think that would be awesome. I think that would be really, really fun. And I hope that they do that. I don't know if they're going to have the courage to do that because while we do have added to Canon, other force users, um, especially in Rebels, where we see the dark, the, the Night Sisters, and things like that. In uh, Rebels, we got to see the way um, other races use and view the Force, which is different from the way the Jedi's do. So you know, especially with the Lasat, the wonderful episode with the Lasat, where they're trying to find their new homeworld. So we we have seen other uses of the Force. We've seen different perspectives on the Force, and I really would love to see them bring in this Terrace Kasi, this kind of warrior. And the other thing that I want to happen because he appears to be blind. He seems to be playing a blind character. I want him to be a Mira Lucan. And this was one of my favorite races from the extended universe. These are people that are, this was an entire race of people that were so sensitive in the force that they actually became blind because they no longer had to use their eyes to see. They were just naturally that gifted in the Force that they could see through the Force, and they didn't need their vision. And this became a great asset and a great weakness for them as well. Some amazing characters came out of that species, and I would love to see that reintroduced in. Um, I'm not sure that he's playing a Tereskasi. I'm not, well, probably not a Tereskasi either, but Amir Lucan... Because one of the defining characteristics characteristics of the Miralukans was they usually wore something to cover their eyes. And we don't see him 
with a cover over his eyes. So they are showing us his eyes with the milky white, you know, hints that he is blind. So I don't know if that's, if he's going to be either of those things, but I would be thrilled if both of those could be brought back into Canon. I, I, I would seriously do a happy dance and please, 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 please. The other thing that really took me just aback watching this was the actress that they got to play the new Mon Mothma. She really looked and sounded like Mon Mothma. Like I know they cast a Mon Mothma for the prequels and the character of Mon Mothma shows up several times in Clone Wars. But this, it, it floored me because it was the character from A New Hope, which takes place just shortly after this film, after Rebel One, is this the story about how they stole the Death Star plans. She really blew me away. And we saw some other people in the background that it looked like General Daduna was in the background. And that's kind of awesome to see. You might recognize him from uh, the, you know, I think one of the things that he was in most prominently recently was, if I remember correctly, he was in the Princess Leia comics a lot here recently. I think that was him. Um, I have memories of him being in the, in the Princess Leia comics, but it's been a while since I've read them. So I may be wrong about that. But, you know, they really, it really felt like a Star Wars film should feel to me. They did a really good job with this. They're going to have to convince me a bit more on some of the other spinoff stories that they're doing, like the Han Solo movie. I'm not sold on the need for a Han Solo movie because, honestly, Han Solo has never been a character that I cared that much about. I, I'm not a huge Han Solo fan. I'm still kind of miffed that we don't have Jedi Leia. I'm learning to live with it, but I liked Jedi Leia. I think that they could have done a lot more with Jedi Leia than have her turn into grumpy old General Leia. But that's what they chose to do, and so that's what we have to live with now. Um, yeah, I I think the Han Solo movie is going to be the hardest one to sell. I think that they're also going to have to really be careful in their promo with this that I think there should have been a card somewhere that said, you know, in the years before, you know, the rebellion or, you know, before there was a new hope, maybe that would be a good tagline, you know, before there was a new hope, there was rebel one or something like that. So that people that aren't actively engaged in star Wars fandom would under, would, would, I'm concerned that they'll be confused by this because since there are so many new stormtroopers in this and things that we haven't seen before, I'm hoping that they realize that the plot of this takes place just before episode four, you know, and if they don't, this is the internet and they will be quickly and swiftly corrected, but (laughs) that's how the internet works. But, you know, I, I do think that they may have wanted to make a nod to that somewhere in the trailer. But when I'm talking about something as abstract and obscure as that, yeah, they did a really good job. I want that piano track that the, that it opens with that piano track of the force theme that opened the trailer. That's beautiful. That 
that right there, that immediately sent chills through my body and got me excited. If you haven't seen it, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. I am, I am excited by a lot of what they're doing in the n- new canon. We've got a couple new books coming up shortly. Bloodlines, I think, is the next book on the docket that's going to be coming out. I'm curious to see what's going to be going on there. And Aftermath Blood Debt is also coming out very soon, and we will be talking about that. If you would like me to go back and talk about any of the books that have preceded this, I may just do it because there's some things that I kind of do want to talk about. But it, it let me know, and I will do that. I'm also kind of trying to figure out what I want to do. I don't want to be doing episode recaps on the show. I will be doing some new stuff like this. I'll be doing some breakdowns on things like we've done in the past. Um, but I there's a lot of shows that I am enjoying on TV right now. I'm really loving Stitchers. I am really into Shadowhunters, but that has a lot more to do with the books. I think they're doing an interesting thing with the show. Um, can't wait for the new season of Orphan Black. I'll probably be talking about that a lot as it comes up. I need to know what happened with my Sestra. Um, so there, there are things coming up that we will be talking about. I am curious about the format on how you want to do that. And I really highly recommend, if you want to become more involved with all of this, follow me on Anchor. I will be doing a lot more over there in kind of prep work for the show, putting out questions, getting your responses, getting your feedback that I would love to actually play on the show and include as part of the discussion. I think that that would really help enrich everything that we're talking about here. And, you know, I'm excited. And yeah, (laughs) that's it. That's all for today. Um, Kind of a quick episode. I hope you like this. This episode is going to be archived on Facebook, and I may try this again tomorrow with tomorrow's episode. I'm not sure. Um, I may try the... Either way, the Facebook page, or the um, C, which is uh, Project Shadow over there, or uh, CE Dorset on Twitter, will announce if I do a Periscope. I have it set up that it will actually announce in both places if I decide to try the live stream from periscope i would like really to bring the chat back um so far i am underwhelmed with the uh, facebook live experience but you know gotta give it a little bit of time gotta see We'll, we'll see how this works anyway until next time i will see you on social on the social networks have have the fun and we will Talk later. Bye.